Few things are more devastating than a loved one that's gone missing. From Wondery, The Vanished is a podcast where host Marissa Jones tells stories of missing persons that have gone overlooked. She seeks out the real story from friends and family, hoping to help them find their loved ones or at least a sense of peace. Listen to The Vanished podcast wherever you get your podcasts, or you can listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. This program contains dramatizations of real events. Some names and timelines have been changed. Listener discretion is advised. There's people who just couldn't believe something like this would go on in Bayview. Horrific, horrific scene. It's just not something anyone should ever see. (laughs) Nestled just outside the Canadian border, the community of Bayview, Idaho, is about 500 miles north of its state capital, Boise. Bayview is a idyllic lakeside community surrounded by a Idaho's largest state park and national forest on the other side. I like the quiet, peaceful coziness of Bayview. The people are so sweet and wonderful and kind and everybody knows your name and it's just that kind of cozy, comfy little neighborhood. And of course, the lake is so beautiful. Summertime attracts tourists who boat, fish, and relax in the rugged natural beauty of Lake Ponderay. But as fall approaches and the vacationers go home, Bayview becomes a ghost town. Bayview's quite quiet in the off season. The snowbirds leave, the float home and boat people go, and it's a pretty quiet community. A community with only 500 year-round residents, including 55-year-old Yvonne Wallace. I like Yvonne in the moment I saw her. She's such a friendly lady, good-hearted soul. Hmm. Somebody's moving into the old Peabody house. Oh, looks like a nice young family. Maybe we should have him over for a cookout. After an injury ended her career as a hairdresser, Yvonne relies more and more on her daughter-in-law and caregiver, Patty. Cookout would be nice. Give me someone new to chat with. Uh. Oh, Patty, didn't mean it like that. Patty was a very friendly, outgoing, nice lady who was always wanting to make friends with everybody she met. You're wonderful. I just, I just miss the beauty shop and all the ladies. And... You miss the gossip. Oh, 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 you know you shouldn't be standing. Yvonne and Patty were very, very close. Okay. Patty was the glue that held the family together. Patty and Yvonne are always eager to welcome new neighbors into the fold. 
including the family of 28-year-old Larry Cragen. Larry's house was across the street from Yvonne's house. This one says linens. What do you think, in the bedroom or a closet? Um, that's a good question. Just set it in the hall for now, okay? He seemed like the friendliest guy you'd ever want to meet. His wife was a sweet little gal, and he had a beautiful little baby girl. Oh my goodness, that view. I told you it was something. Can we go swimming? Once it stops raining. I wouldn't do that if I were you. It's glacier water. It doesn't get more than 50 degrees year-round. I've seen grown men cramp up and drown in minutes. The lake can be very dangerous. It can go from a placid, mirrored pool to uh, a torrent. We call life jackets body recovery devices because generally, unless somebody's right there, you don't last long in that lake. I'm sorry, you are? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm Deborah. I live in the greenhouse down the hill. Your door was open. Oh. Welcome to the neighborhood. Oh, thank, thank you, Deborah. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. I'm Larry Cragen. Nice uh, this is my wife, Katie, and our daughter, Emma. I didn't mean to scare you. I just thought you should know. Um, well, come on, Emma. We should probably just bring these to the kitchen, right? Thank you, Deborah. It was a pleasure meeting you. You too. Well, Deborah, I should probably be getting back to work as well. I know the way out. See you around. Okay. It's not long before the Cragens meet Yvonne Wallace's extended family, including her son, Mike Heath, who's currently looking for work. Need some help? Yeah, sure. Give me a hand. <laughs> so, Patty tells me you got a job down at the marina. How's it going? Yeah, yeah it's, it's good. <laughs> that bad, huh? Larry came to town to work for one of the marinas as a dock guy taking care of the tourists. It's just slow, to be honest, Mike. You know, we moved up here for the peace and quiet, but uh, I think I'm starting to go a little stir-crazy. <laughs> well, that certainly can't happen, but at least you got your family. And I'll bet you that little one keeps you running around, too. <laughs> Yeah, she's the best. <laughs> Jed, at that age, I'm telling you, when you put it... Oh, speak of the devil. Mom said to bring you these. That's why I married her. Oh, uh, <laughs> this is my son, Jed. Jed, Larry Craig. Hey, Jed, nice to meet you. Hi. Good grip. You must work out. I try to lift some. <laughs> That's great. I'm setting up a uh, bench press outside. Uh, some free weights. You should come down. Yeah, that sounds great. Jed was a construction worker, and he seemed to be family-oriented. And you don't always see that with, uh, with guys his age. To new neighbors. Cheers. Cheers. To new neighbors. What are you doing? Are you trying to upset our neighbors? Katie, we're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, well, somebody's going to call the cops. Let them. It's going to be Christmas before a car comes out here. Sound carries really far across that lake. I just turned it down, okay? Anytime you get out in a rural area, you have to have good relationships with your neighbors. Because whether it be for a law enforcement or medical emergency, it could be a considerable time before help gets there. After the move to Bayview, cracks begin to show in Larry and Katie's marriage. Larry Cragen starts spending time at the local watering hole. Hi. Hey there. What you having? Uh, whatever's on tap is fine. Pilsner good? Yeah, it's great. Okay. 
It's always so busy. <laughs> you must be new to town. <laughs> Been here about a month. I'm Larry. Here you go, Larry. Jack. Hi. Nice to meet you, Jack. Been here all my life. Okay. So, what brings you to our little slice of paradise? Let's just say the move was cheaper than therapy. No, I can understand that. I was married once myself. Yeah, I hope all this serenity treats your marriage a whole lot better than it treated mine. Oh, you're a pro. How about another? Please. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that, the cold, and the silence is about all you got to worry about around here. How you doing? Unless you believe in ghosts. I do. Uh, I gotta hear this story. Uh, <laughs> I love telling this one. Yeah, this is a real doozy. Now, <clears throat> there was this girl. Charlotte was her name. She was 16, 17 years old. Her mom had died a few years before, so she was living up on the hill with her daddy. Probably not far from your place. Hey, Dad. Dad, can we go out on the lake today? Not now, honey. I'm busy. Okay. Although Dad had always promised her to take her out on the lake to have some fun, this never happened. One fateful day, apparently she was fed up, and he was passed out drunk. Daddy. Daddy? Few things are more devastating than a loved one that's gone missing. From Wondery, The Vanished is a podcast where host Marissa Jones tells stories of missing persons that have gone overlooked. She seeks out the real story from friends and family, hoping to help them find their loved ones or at least a sense of peace. Listen to The Vanished podcast wherever you get your podcasts, or you can listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. Hey, it's Janice from Warner Brothers Discovery. Are you looking for ways to be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative? Gretchen Rubin is the number one best-selling author of The Happiness Project, and every week she shares insights and practical solutions in the Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast. Gretchen's co-host and happiness guinea pig is her sister Elizabeth Kraft, a Hollywood showrunner. Join Gretchen and Elizabeth as they reveal fresh insights from cutting-edge science, ancient wisdom, pop culture, and their own experiences about cultivating happiness and good habits. Every week, they offer a manageable try-this-at-home tip you can use to boost your happiness without spending a lot of time, energy, or money. Suggestions such as follow the one-minute rule, choose a one-word theme for your year, or design your summer. 
They also feature segments like Know Yourself Better, where they discuss questions like, are you an overbuyer or an underbuyer, a morning person or a night person, abundance lover or simplicity lover? And every episode includes a happiness hack, a quick, easy shortcut to more happiness. Listen and follow Happier with Gretchen Rubin, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Unless you believe in ghosts. I do. Larry Cragen and his family have recently moved to the remote town of Bayview, Idaho, where a 1949 murder is part of the local lore. Daddy. Daddy. Daddy's framing hammer out of the toolbox and did a Lizzie Borden on him. I mean, once she started swinging, she wouldn't stop. Charlotte, apparently, after bludgeoning her father to death, went to the lakeside and took his rowboat. She rode out on the lake about 50 yards, stopped, just left. Mad, crazy laugh. (laughs) (laughs) She'd finally gotten her time on the lake. (sighs) Whatever happened to her? confessed to everything said she was out of her senses yeah I think she did 10 or 15 years in prison died about 10 years ago but they say you can still hear her laugh out on the lake the dock. Okay. Oh, jeez. Come on. Can we go out on the lake today? Katie, we're in the middle of nowhere. Larry Cragen does his best to settle into Bayview, though he's anything but content. Uh-oh. Looks like trouble in paradise. Margie says that they were on shaky ground. You are not 
Larry was so friendly and outgoing and jovial all the time. I thought the world of Larry, and little by little, he started changing. It's so weird. They seem to get along fine when I'm over there. You need to take that. I'm done. No, you need, you need, we're talking about this. Years pass. Despite being surrounded by this little piece of paradise, Larry's life seems to be crumbling. Little by little, he begins to lose touch with reality. Hey, Larry, how's it going? Good. I'm just gonna head into town and get some lumber for that squat rack. Um, just gonna get out of the house for a few minutes. You wanna come? Yeah. Uh, everything all right? Yeah. Fine. Larry's not a, a bad-seeming guy, you know? He was clean-cut, tried to work. Sure. Yes, uh, let me split this last one. But then, those last months, he really got out there. You hear that? Hear what? Nothing. Let's see it. It was not... Not normal, the things he was doing, the way he was acting. He was a ticking time bomb. Yeah. While Larry turns to Yvonne Wallace's grandson, Jed, for friendship, his wife, Katie, is faced with a difficult decision. Mm. Oh my gosh, Katie, that has got to be the best pie I've ever eaten. I completely agree. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Well, I'm just glad it didn't go to waste. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, well, to be honest, I, I made it for Larry, but then... Honey, you can talk to us. We'll just keep this between us. Of course. You know, things have been really tense for a while, and... Well, anyway, Larry lost his job at the marina. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. I really thought the peace and quiet would make things better, but they're just as bad as they've ever been, if not worse. You know, if it were just me, I would have left months ago, but with Emma... Anyway, I have a sister in Coeur d'Alene. I've been thinking of taking her down there for a while. Honey, you have to do what's best for you and your daughter. Please, please let us know if you need anything. Absolutely. Thank you. Anyway, I better get back. He'll be home any minute. People in Bayview are very supportive of one another, and if a crisis happens to somebody, the community really comes together as a whole. But for Katie Cragen, Larry losing his job is the last straw in a marriage that's been fragile for years. She takes her daughter and leaves him. So where's Emma? She's already with my sister. Larry doesn't know. I understand. you, Jed. And please thank your mom for me, too. I will. You 
sure you want to do this. I feel like I have to. Yeah. Larry was kind of all over the place as far as emotionally. I think you could just see a pattern that was just starting to go around faster and faster and faster that uh, Larry's life was crashing. Do you believe she just took our daughter and walked out? You mean Katie? Who do you think I mean, Jed? Come on. town of Bayview, Idaho, the behavior of Larry Cragen, newly separated from his family, grows increasingly strange. just messing with you, Chad. Why don't you grow a pair? 911, what's your emergency? They're coming at me. Sure. They were in my house. 911. Don't mess with the man's dog. Come on in! Always. Don't be shy. It's open, Deb. She's always. She's been over here. the door to Good evening. Hello. Hey, sorry to be disturbing you folks, but we got a complaint from one of your neighbors. You know Larry Cragen? Sure. Okay, well, he said someone broke into his house, messed with his food, injured his dog. Sure. Sure. Well, his wife left him a few weeks ago. Maybe the stress is getting to him. Well, you know, we have to check these things out. Like I said, sorry to disturb y'all. Y'all have a good evening. Thank you. Good night, Jerry. Good night. Larry had called in multiple times reference break-in, suspicious, poisoning type of calls. Jed, have you noticed anything different about Larry lately? And all of them involved, um, you know, someone breaking into his house and messing with his food. Yet, when the deputies got there, it couldn't find anything disturbed, no forced entry. Um, there was absolutely nothing to substantiate any of Larry Cragen's claims. Over the next few weeks, odd things start happening around the Heath Wallace home. 
Yes? Did you hear that? Yes, what was that? I don't know. Jed and I are going outside and take a look around. Okay, be careful. Really? Make sure you don't shoot us. What do you see? I don't know. Thought I heard something. Maybe a deer? There's nothing out here. Come on, let's go back inside. Okay. As Christmas time approaches, temperatures drop, and Bayview residents get ready for a predictably snowy winter. Oh, don't get up, Mom. I picked up a burger on the way home. Well, you know, the usual. Yeah. <laughs> so how was your day? On the night of December 19th, 2010, Yvonne Wallace and her family get the shock of a lifetime. A shock that will rock the town of Bayview forever. What are you doing here? Six days before Christmas in 2010, neighbor Larry Cragen calmly walks into the home of Yvonne Wallace and her family and viciously bludgeons them with a hammer, leaving three people for dead in rural Idaho. Guys, we left the TV on really loud again. I can hear it up in the... Mike alone is forced to deal with the horror of his family's massacre. I'm gonna get help. I'm gonna get help. I'm gonna get help. Come on. Come on, pick up, pick up, pick up. Somebody pick up. Slow night, huh? <laughs> Tell me about it. Pick up, please, pick up. You need anything? More coffee would be nice. Come on, pick up, pick up, pick up. Somebody pick up, please pick up. I haven't had a single call all night. You got it. Come on. Hang on, Jed, Jed, are you all right? She's still here? I, 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 I don't know. Help you, help your grandma, help your grandma. Something in the system went down and Bayview's 911 stopped working at the most critical time. And that's part of living out in those isolated areas.
While Mike makes sure the intruder is really gone, Yvonne clings to life. Okay. Hey. Hey. Got hit in the head. I don't see anything. It's okay. We're going to get out. Stay with me, baby. Stay with me. Is mom okay? Pony, pick up, pick up. Please pick up. Operator. 911, what is your emergency? My family's been attacked. Sir, what is your address? 54 Spruce Street. It's 54 Spruce Street. Your location, sir? Yes, that's it. My mother, my son, my wife. It's in an ambulance. Patty. Patty. Hang on, Patty. Hang on, Patty. Hang on. Hang on, Patty. It's coming up there. Come on, Mom. Come on, Patty. Help's on the way. 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 See if you see anybody outside, okay? It's okay, Patty. I don't see anybody. Where the hell's that ambulance? I called him a half hour ago. Jeez, half an hour. It seems like there was a lot of scrambling around when I first woke up. Yeah, it, it was like watching TV. Like it really wasn't happening. I was just in shock. He hit me in the head uh, twice with a hammer, once in the back of the head. Uh, just under the skull and once on top of the head and uh, I went out after attacking the Heath and Wallace family Larry Cragen heads down to the local bar where Yvonne's best friend Deborah Larry. is having a drink what do you have? <laughs> that's so funny You all right? Don't, 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 don't. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Is that blood on your shirt? Probably. Don't, 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 don't. I just murdered three people up on the hill. <laughs> I thought, no, you couldn't have. Jack. Call the police, quick! <laughs> but I realized by the look in his eyes, he was serious. <laughs> Meanwhile, 45 minutes after the attack, First responders are desperately trying to navigate the narrow, twisting roads of Bayview up to the house on the lake. Anytime you get out in a rural area, it could be a considerable time before help gets there. It's a windy road up a mountainside. Um, it's not well marked. It's not like a regular street where you find in town, you know, a grid where you could just get right there. Yvonne! I was so panicked out of my mind. Oh my God, I, I mean, here's my best friend that I love so much and her family. I 
can't stop the bleeding. This horrible thing has happened to these wonderful people, but I had to keep it together for the sake of all of them. It seemed like forever for the ambulance to get there. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Oh, baby, I'll, I'll go get him. Yvonne Wallace, her grandson Jed Heath, and her daughter-in-law Patty Heath, all badly injured in a hammer attack by their neighbor Larry Cragen. Had been clinging to life and waiting for help on a cold winter's night in the remote town of Bayview, Idaho, for close to an hour. Sir, step back, please. Thank you. Ma'am? Hi, can you tell me where you are? Good. When deputies arrived, Patty was bleeding profusely from the head, they had towels on her, and she was just in and out of consciousness. We need another ambulance, stat. Joe, how is she? Yvonne Wallace requires multiple surgeries, but ultimately survives the attack. Her grandson, Jed Heath, also survives. But Patty Heath isn't so lucky. When I came out of surgery, I had a tube down my throat, and my daughter told me that Patty had died. And I, uh, I started crying, and I tried to talk, but I couldn't talk. And I... I was just so confused and um, so upset. Why he would kill little Patty, a delicate little Patty. I just don't understand that part. I never will. <laughs> he tried to play it off that these women were attacking him. It was self-defense. They were coming at me. But when he said uh, attacking, he was actually describing them just standing up. So they were just trying to get up. Yvonne and him never had any words or any disagreement or anything. And Patty, same thing. Why he attacked those two is unbelievable to me. There was no reason. <laughs> to new neighbors. Cheers. Cheers. It was just so shocking that my next door neighbor would just barge into my house and try to kill us. Who's prepared when, when somebody goes off their rocker like that? I mean, who is really prepared? Larry Cragen takes a plea deal and is sentenced to 30 years in prison for the murder of Patricia Heath. He also receives 30 years for aggravated battery 
and another 15 years for attempted murder. I think he should never, ever have the chance to be paroled. He should never be able to walk as a free man, ever. He's too evil and too unpredictable. I'm a Christian woman. I've forgiven a lot of people in my life, but that's one man I will never forgive. He is straight from hell. He is a demonic, satanic creature. The son lost his mother. A husband lost his wife. Yvonne lost her daughter-in-law that she loved like a daughter. I lost a good friend. Patty was a wonderful, wonderful person. I loved her so much. She has a very special place in my heart. I miss her very much. What would have happened that day if the door would have been locked? Would Larry have just turned around and walked away? I'm guessing after this happened, a lot more doors were locked in, in Bayview. Nickelodeon was kid everything, but that marked one of the darkest chapters. Three predators worked at Nickelodeon. It made me wonder who was being hurt. Quiet on set, an ID true crime event, Sunday, March 17th at 9, on ID and stream on Max.